gentlemen of America Fest, my speech is simple and my message that I want to share with you, it's so simple that it can be summed up in not only three words, but three letters. U-S-A, 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 U-S-A. And now I see, I don't know if anyone can see this, but there's a little boy about three years old, my son standing right there in the middle of the room. Hi, Jack-Jack. Hi, Jack-Jack. Dad is here. My other son's right there as well, my wife, my brother. And I was reliably informed backstage that, unfortunately, there has been a little bit, a little bit of a mishap here at America Fest. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to be, we have to break news and I got to do it, whether it's good or whether it's bad, but I can, we're going to resolve it right now. Because at America Fest, we have yet to say, until this moment, the Pledge of Allegiance. And I've been teaching my three-year-old son the Pledge of Allegiance. So I was wondering if you could all help me to teach him the Pledge of Allegiance, and maybe we all say it together. Jack-Jack, face the flag. <laughs> all right, Jack-Jack, are you ready? I heard him. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And now, now we, 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 when Jack-Jack and I say it, we actually, um, we actually add a little, a little, we add a little something on it, a little, the kind of the Poso family way. So Jack-Jack, what do we say? One nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all, and play ball! <laughs> he did it, wow. All right, the, 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 training, the training is complete. The student has outdone the master. No, but ladies and gentlemen, we stand here at a time in our country when our country absolutely is at a precipice. You know, when I started doing this, speaking publicly and speaking out and speaking my mind and speaking about all the problems that I saw, I didn't start with massive crowds like we have here at Turning Point USA, tens of thousands of people, the amount of patriots in this. I started with all of this, I was a Navy officer and I worked in the intelligence community and I served overseas. And I saw, I saw what was coming. I saw the CCP, that was my focus. And then they also sent me down, by the grace of God and the wisdom of the big Navy, right? They sent me to Guantanamo Bay where I served one, one deployment there, serving in the counterintelligence and in the interrogation cell. And what we saw there, though, was that the information that we were building up and that we were sending back to Washington, D.C. was falling on deaf ears because the politicians of this country did not care about the threats out there to the American people. They did not care about the threats to the homeland. They cared about lining their own coffers, lining their own pockets. And when I saw the corruption up front and up close, I said, I can't do it anymore. I have to speak out and tell the people what is going on behind the scenes. And understand what we're facing. We're dealing with, and I've talked about this before, we are dealing with an era of regime politics. 
I don't even use the phrase mainstream media anymore. They're not really the mainstream media, are they, right? You know, when you, you don't go to them for journalists, they are the propaganda arm of the liberal wing of the corporate ruling class. That is what they are. You don't go to mainstream media for the news anymore. You know where you go? You go to Twitter, you go to Facebook, you go to YouTube, you go to Rumble, you go to Getter, you go to where the independents are, and that is why you see 10,000 people here today. That's why you see groups like Turning Point USA to exist right now, because right now, Turning Point USA has to exist. Turning Point USA must exist. And Turning Point USA, I truly believe, I truly believe that every single one of you in this room today is a force multiplier for freedom, for patriotism, and for taking a stand for the United States of America. So give yourselves a round of applause for being here. They don't want you here. They don't want you paying attention, by the way, to the things great. You know, 30 minutes ago, we'll break a little news, right? You, you guys mind if we break a little news? I got a scoop for all of you. We can do that. I'm known for, you know, some of that. Uh, I don't know if there's any fans of Human Events Daily. Or maybe, maybe if you see me on the War Room. We got any War Room posse out here? Or of course, on the great Turning Point Live with Charlie Kirk, Johnny Root, and all the other great, great patriots that we have for you. But 30 minutes ago, 30 minutes ago, the case just ended with Ghislaine Maxwell, who was the mistress of Jeffrey Epstein. And let me tell you something, folks. That was not an investigation. That was a cover-up. That was a cover-up that was perpetuated on the American people because they do not want you to know. They do not want you to know what was in those 20,000 images that were collected by the FBI that were confiscated from that Manhattan mansion. They don't want you to know what Jeffrey Epstein was up to. And that is why the lead prosecutor in that case was Maureen Comey. Yes, Comey. The very same hand-picked successor, the daughter of James Comey, the former head of the FBI. Do we have a message for James Comey, ladies and gentlemen? What do we say to James Comey? Well, I'll say this, I'll do one further. Everyone who was involved in that case, preserve your records, because America is coming back. You guys have the great reset, and I, I wish you guys could all see what I see right now in front of me. So many of my countrymen that are here, you're taking time out of your lives. They have the green race, the great reset, but I'm looking at a great awakening. I see a great awakening right here. And it's about patriotism, it's about family, it's about nation, and it's about God. It is about God. You know, we used to have a proper country. Do you guys remember that? Can you remember? I know some of you guys are a little younger, but you know, we used to have a proper country where we didn't have to worry about the likes of Jeffrey Epstein. We used to have a proper country where people like Kyle Rittenhouse didn't have to take up arms to defend their hometown when it was under attack from marauders and arsonists and looters. We used to have a proper country and I want that country back. So let me hear it. Do you want that country back, ladies and gentlemen? Yes or no? Do you wanna live in a country 
where your children can play outside safely until the lights come on. Do you want that country back? Do you want a country where hardened criminals are locked up and you don't have flight attendants screaming at you that you'll be arrested if your mask falls down below your nose between flights? Do you want that country back? Do you want a country that understands the importance of sovereignty and the importance of defending our sacred borders again? And do you want a country where we're not ruled by the likes of this dwarfish, neurotic Anthony Fauci who rules by edict from Washington, D.C., telling us, well, I'll say this to Anthony Fauci as well, preserve your records. Because, he, because after Fauci is fired, he is going to be put under investigation. Because we were out there, we were out there, it's almost been two years since it's, by the way, I did the calculation. I actually, I actually did this. I actually did the calculation. It's been, you remember 15 days, to, 15 days to save, to stop the spread. Don't let the droplets get on grandma. 15 days, right? So I did the calculation. It has actually been 644 days since 15 days to stop the spread. This is ridiculous. And when you have a situation, when you have a situation now when we talk about what, what, right, we talk about communism, right? We talk about communism and freedom and the difference between, look, my family came from Poland. My wife who's here, she was born in the Soviet Union, right? When I ask her about this stuff, she says, it's very simple. You guys think it's new, but to us it's old. This is what I left. This is what I came to get away from. And I don't think people understand. There's nowhere left to go. This is our home. This is the last stand of freedom on the planet. And I for one, I for one, I for one say bring it on because this is the United States of America and we are the American people and we never stop being the American people regardless of what you want to tell us, the way you try to divide us and categorize us and diversify us and split us up every way from Sunday. No, we are Americans and we are patriots and that is the blood that runs through our veins. It is the blood of patriots. And I do apologize for being a little bit fired up, but I get, I get upset. I do get upset. I do get upset when I see my country and the people of this country abused by a regime. And I get upset when I see people like Anthony Fauci saying that he is going to work with Joe Biden to mandate that you have to put something into your body that the FDA says we will not even give you the data for for 75 years. Do you guys get a little upset about that? Because I get a little upset about that. No more. Pfizer, preserve your documents. Anthony Fauci, preserve your documents. CCP, Wuhan Laboratory, preserve your documents. Because we were out there with the war room, 
we were out there with human events in the early days of this thing because I'm looking at it and look, I'm a kid from the Philadelphia area. You know, I grew up, didn't know about any of this stuff. You know, my family's from Poland and we're just, you know, and we've done the family history. We're soldiers and farmers all the way back. That's all we've ever been. But when I saw what was going on, and when I joined the military, I had the opportunity, the absolute blessing, to be able to travel around the world, and I was given a focus, and I chose my focus as the CCP, and I focused on China for 15 years. And I spent two years living there, learning Mandarin, being able to speak it and understand it, and find out what it is that makes the CCP tick. And I saw what was coming on, and I'll tell you what we're dealing with. They told us, they told us, well, if we let the United States and China come together. Remember back in the 90s, you guys remember this. They told us, well, if we just let them come together, then China will become open and China will become free. And remember, this was the way we repaid them. This was the way that our ruling class repaid China for the thousands of murdered students of Tiananmen Square, the freedom fighters. The way our ruling class repaid them was they brought China into most favored nation status. They gave the CCP a seat at the World Trade Organization. And you know why? Because of money, because of power. That's how they repaid them. And I'll tell you one thing right now. The 2022 Olympic Games should be boycotted by every single American. No American should set foot, not one foot, while that evil dictatorial regime is ruling over, because remember the first victims, and I always say this, the first victims of the CCP were the Chinese people themselves, the Lao Baixing. And I don't know, maybe it's because, maybe it's because I'm an American, maybe it's because I'm Polish, but we see, we've seen this before, I've seen this movie before, I know how it ends. Because, and I've actually been reading a little bit this, uh, this history book on Poland, and I don't know if you guys know this, but Poland, prior to World War II, prior to all that stuff, was actually one of the biggest countries in Europe. And for 400 years, they were part of something called the Commonwealth of Nations of Eastern Europe. I know, I know, it's the history lesson period, right? Um, and so my question was, what happened? Why was it so powerful to go something like that to be gone in the blink of an eye? The nobles of Poland were bought off by all of the foreign powers around them. The nobles, the leaders, the senators who were around had their hand out, and at that time it was the Russian Empire, the German Empire, the Habsburgs, the Austro-Hungarians, but today it's not them. Today, you've got a guy named Hunter Biden, and you've got his laptop, and you've we've seen every single way that the Biden family and this presidency has been compromised from day one. And so I say this to you, Hunter Biden, Preserve your documents, but actually, you don't have to because I've already got them. I've got every single one. I've got the receipts, and by the way, to any single member of the mainstream media, the press that's out here today, I issued the same challenge, and I said this a year ago. I said, Jake Taper, Brian Stelter. By the way, quick question, quick thing about Brian Stelter. Did you guys actually know? You guys have seen him, right? He doesn't exactly, like, when Brian Stelter talks about health, I don't understand why anyone looks at this guy and says, this guy is the one I should be getting my health advice for. 
Did you, believe it or not, I, I, I'm going to talk to myself a little bit. I am actually a year older than Brian Stelter. That's how bad that guy has it. So I pray for Brian. I do pray. I'm Christian. I'm Christian. I pray. God asked us to do that. Christ has to do this. But my message to all of Maggie Haberman, whoever, come down to my office. I'll fire up that laptop with Hunter Biden's name on it. I've got his password. Don't worry. You come on down. And I will go through side by side. I'll even let you drive. You can hold the mouse. You can run the touchpad. We will go through document by document together. And you tell me what you see on that hard drive. Because I see one of the most powerful families of this entire country that has sold out their nation. That has sold it out for the top dollar to the highest bidder. And whether it be Burisma in Ukraine or whether that be the CCP and Bohai Gulf in China, they have sold us out. And they've sold out every single one of you. But the jig is up, ladies and gentlemen. The jig is up. And I said it before and I said it now. We're on to you. We're on to you and we've got your number. Lawyer up. Because we are coming for you. We have got a list. And we're taking names. We're taking names, ladies and gentlemen. And I've gone through every single one of those, and we are going to be going through it in exquisite, fine detail. Because let me tell you something. I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing this for those two little boys right there, sitting in that row. Because I want my family to grow up in a proper country. And I will do whatever it takes. Stand whatever stand I have to stand. Fight however hard I have to fight. If you're going to go after a guy like Kyle Rittenhouse, you got to go through me. If you're going to go after Nick Salmon, you got to go through me. If you're going to go for our children, if you're going to, the way they're trying to indoctrinate every single one of our children, you think I'm going to let you lay a single finger on one of my kids? You got to, well, first you got to go through my wife <laughs> when it comes to that. And, and believe me, She's Eastern European, but trust me. By the way, funny question. You guys remember, I don't know, I think some people remember, there's that picture of me with the Antifa guy, that one that went out from Washington. Did anyone see that picture, see that night? With the, the two faces right at each other? You know, people say, they ask me, say, Poso, you know, were you, were you, were you scared? Were you worried? Did you, did you, what was going through your mind? And I'll tell you what was going through my mind. I said, I wasn't worried about him. My wife was pregnant at the time. I was worried about the pregnant Slavic wife at home who was about to take my head off for getting into one of those situations back there. But ladies and guys, let me just give you to all the young kings out there, here's my little move. Before I went home, and ladies, you understand this, I stopped off. I said, sweetheart, I'll be home as soon as I'm done filling out the police report. Always a good, right, always a good move. And then it stopped off flowers and chocolate, right? And I held him up in front of me like a human shield, a human shield on my way home. And I'm still saying I live to tell the tale. I, li I live to tell the tale. And believe me, we've had a lot of sleepless nights in the Poso household because of the stuff we run into. But we stopped having those sleepless nights thanks to the best night's sleep in the whole wide world from my pillow. <laughs> the promo code Poso. You know I had to do it, folks. You know I had to do it. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks to everybody. And by the way, if you could do, uh, you, you guys were so great in helping Jack-Jack with his Pledge of Allegiance earlier today. Thank you to all the Patriots. Thank you for being here. But I had one last request. 
Jack-Jack's favorite new Christmas carol is We Wish You a Merry Christmas. And I wondered if we could just sing the chorus together. Could you all join me for helping to sing for Jack-Jack his favorite new Christmas carol? And a one, and a two. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.